Hi, this is Peter Schwartz, public address announcer for the Cosmos, and you're listening to the First Team Podcast. Hello, Cosmos Country. Welcome back to another edition of First Team Podcast. I feel like all these episodes over the next couple of weeks are going to be very, very, very important. Even this week's episode, this week's topic, is very important. Because it feels like New York Cosmos players and just the players and the stakeholders in lower division soccer over the past couple of years, I feel like they had a story to tell. But they most likely were afraid to talk about it. They were afraid to share it. Most likely they feared retribution. Maybe not being able to play professional soccer at the highest level possible. Maybe not playing in Major League Soccer. Maybe not playing in USL. There were reports that broadcasters, I believe, were getting blacklisted from broadcasting in the USL, and this was a couple of seasons ago. And this story and this topic is close to home, and this is on Danny Satella, New York Cosmos player, former U.S. men's national team player, Danny Satella. So he tweeted a thread on Twitter, of course. His Twitter handle is dsatella14. I'm going to read out his couple of tweets, and then I'm going to explain in more detail my thoughts, and I'm going to... um, share more details besides Danny Satella as well. So Danny Satella said that when all you want to do is play the sport you grew up loving and represent the badge that gave you another chance in life, the New York Cosmos, but U.S. soccer and Major League Soccer are trying to kill you like D.C. United did when I got injured on their field and threw me to the streets. Crazy the streets are where I grew up. After being left in the dust, a wind breeze blew and brought me to a club that really cares about the sport, the New York Cosmos. Let us play and let me tell my story again. Now everything that MLS did to me and not just me. So Danny Satella went on to say and he quoted the Five Points and other media outlets and journalists. He even tweeted at Stephen A. Smith. We all know who Stephen A. Smith is. He is a host of a show on ESPN, and I think he has a show on ESPN Radio New York, I believe. He tweeted at Stephen A. Smith, You should look into the corruption of the sport of soccer in our beautiful country of America. Then you really understand the sport of soccer and why soccer isn't the biggest sport in this country, but the biggest sport in the world. He even tweeted at Taylor Twellman and... um. Stuart Holden, he said, I think it's time to have a conversation and talk about the truth with a mutual reporter. What do you guys think? There are stakeholders in the lower divisions that have a story, that probably have a lot of details, they have evidence, they can explain very deep how maybe U.S. soccer and Major League Soccer holding 
the lower divisions holding the Cosmos back. And that's holding back Danny Satella's career as well. And a whole bunch of players, dozens of players, hundreds of players, because there's no promotion relegation and, and there's no chance to play at the top flight. And the craziest thing is that fans don't care, right? Danny Satella is a former U.S. men's national team player. So imagine Clint Dempsey or Landon Donovan, any player, any name you could think of from the national team coming out and talking about U.S. soccer. The only person from the U.S. men's national team setup that has actually came out and talked about the current state of the game was Jurgen Klinsmann. And that guy, he gets hate every single day. He gets abused. People make fun of him and whatnot because he fouled with uh, the men's national team. He fouled to qualify. He got sacked. And then we all know what happened. Bruce Arena came in and he fouled to qualify for the World Cup in that same cycle. You have Danny Satella, who is probably the most um, outspoken member of the New York Cosmos, and that's a good thing. But you have the higher-ups, the management of U.S. soccer that I don't want to hear what the players, the agents, the fans, the even the club owners, they don't want to hear what Rocco has to say. And I think that's the sad part. And I do want to mention before I go to a commercial break that we will have Danny Satella on First Team Podcast, our new series, Stakeholders Roundtable, that is coming to First Team Podcast this fall. He will be a guest on uh, that new series. So stay tuned for that one. It should be a very interesting listen. And Danny Satella, he said here in his tweet, he says, let me tell my story again. Now everything that Major League Soccer did to me and not just me. So you can hear that conversation in more detail, in much more depth. You can hear the open and honest conversation with Danny Satella coming to Stakeholders Roundtable this fall. Coming to the First Team Podcast this fall, Stakeholders Roundtable. Here are five unique episodes, five different conversations with five different stakeholders in the New York City area. All on one main topic, the current state of U.S. soccer. Hear from soccer players, agents, league management, and many more unique conversations, all on a new series coming this fall to First Team Podcast called Stakeholders Roundtable. For more information and details on when you can hear these new episodes, check out firstteampod.com. That is firstteampod.com. Welcome back to First Team Podcast. I think the craziest thing about U.S. soccer is that I think the U.S. Soccer Federation and Major League Soccer, I think they know what they're doing. They know that they're holding the lower divisions back. They're holding them back, and there's no promotion relegation. There's no big TV deal for those leagues. There's no interest outside of their markets, and they know what they're doing. They know that they're hurting the future of those leagues and their clubs, and they don't care. And that's the sad part. You have Rocco Camiso that wanted to sit down with Carlos Guadero, right? People might hate Rocco Camiso, right? They might hate Rocco Camiso. 
they might say that he he doesn't know what he's talking about or he doesn't know what he's doing. And that's not what I think. That's what people are saying on social media. A lot of people hate Rocco. They hate the Cosmos. And I guess they hate all the players on the team because maybe the brand represents something that they hate. And what does it represent? It represents one of the biggest brands, one of the biggest soccer clubs in U.S. soccer. Still one of the biggest soccer brands in U.S. soccer. And we're being shut down. We're being um, basically self-relegated, right? There's no league for us. But somehow we're still fighting. We're still in there. We still have a slight chance in 2020, hopefully. The United States, it's a big country. Over 300 million people. And there's dozens of examples of how U.S. soccer is holding the sport back. You have people coming from across the world that become U.S. citizens that play for the national team. But then you also probably have thousands and thousands and thousands of families that can't afford to play youth soccer, which then means that they're not going to play soccer at a professional level. Maybe they're not even going to play at the high school, college level. So they're holding a whole bunch of great talent back. And we need more people like Danny Satella. Not just one person on the New York Cosmos. We need dozens and dozens of players to come out and share their story, share how they have been affected by the United States Soccer Federation and by the actions of Major League Soccer. And that's why I really hope that uh, the NASL wins their lawsuit. And I know that there's going to be a trial in early 2020. Hopefully, hopefully there will be a trial in early 2020 because I would love to see the New York Cosmos um, take the field in 2020 playing in a competitive league. But I'm not that biased, right? That's the main point of the lawsuit. But it's also to open up independent soccer. Not single entity Major League Soccer. Not U.S. Soccer Federation controlling the professional game and um, having their professional league standards. It's all about leagues basically doing what they want to do. Yeah, of course, they're going to have their own requirements. Yeah, maybe owners still have to have a couple million dollars. But then leagues can operate at different levels. They can do their own things. And maybe we might see Nisa partner with the MPSL and partner with other leagues and maybe have a system of promotion relegation and just work together. Um, so I would like to see the whole pyramid work together and have promotion relegation. I don't want to see different leagues do it because I think that's not as exciting. Not everyone is buying into it. It's just a group of fans and a group of stakeholders in that league or in that um, different markets that are excited for it, but it's not the whole country going crazy um, for open division soccer, for independent soccer. So going back to Danny Satella's tweets, it's really sad that Danny Satella has to come out with this. You know what I mean? Because we want to hear this. We want to talk to Danny Satella, and he will be on... Um, the new series coming to First Team Podcast Stakeholders Roundtable. But you would hope that the U.S. Soccer Federation would sort of man up, would sort of stand up and say, hey, we've done wrong, and we're going to correct our wrongs. We're going to work together. We're going to bring everyone together. We're going to talk to Major League Soccer, 
and they need to meet all of the Division One requirements. They can't be single entity. They can't do this. They can't do that. They can't be this big bully. But because U.S. soccer is not taking that stand, and maybe U.S. soccer is teaming up, is partnering with Major League Soccer, then that's how we have the reports that NISA might lose their Division Three sanctioning. And this is from Rocco Camiso. He has been told or he's heard that if they do accept the New York Cosmos, then NISA might lose their Division Three sanctioning. I did reach out to NISA for a response on that quote, and I have yet to hear from NISA. And once I do hear from them, we will tweet that out. It will be on firstteampod.com, that response from NISA, and you can hear it in more detail on next week's episode of First Team Podcast. And just to reiterate, that quote from Rocco was, from what I heard, I didn't speak to them personally. He's talking about NISA. I didn't speak to them personally. Is that they might have a lot of problems with them getting Division Three if they let the Cosmos in. I heard it from some of our people that are in touch with the situation. U.S. soccer is just putting stumbling blocks in front of us. Yeah, U.S. soccer is putting stumbling blocks in front of the New York Cosmos, in front of the MPSL. But the Cosmos, they have to fight. And we've had to fight since day one, since the first season, since the reboot season. And we're still fighting in 2019. And I say this all the time. I would love to talk about on-the-field action, on-the-field um, commotions, what's going on on the field, where are the Cosmos in the table, are the Cosmos going to win a championship? Someone tweeted at Danny and said, can't wait for you to join the Athletes Council. And Danny said, probably would never get in. And um, that's sad that the Athletes Council is represented on the U.S. Soccer Board and um, and, and they have a vote on um, who's the next president and things like that. Even the, the Athletes Council, I think they call it the Professional Council, they're still holding the sport back in this country. And to me, I can't understand that. Is why would you not want a fellow professional soccer player? Okay, he's not playing in Major League Soccer. He made his own decision. He can play in whatever league he wants to play in. And he can't be on the board. He can't be on the Athletes Council. Why? Because he speaks his mind. Isn't that the purpose of being on the council? Is being opinionated and... um hopefully improving the game and improving the sport for the professional players. So I'll just take a quick break right here and um, I'll be right back to close out the show. Support First Team Podcast today by picking up a First Team Podcast t-shirt. Visit firstteampod.com and contact us if you are interested in purchasing a First Team Podcast t-shirt. We have a limited amount of shirts available so please act fast thank you welcome back to first team podcast i guess the moral of the story is soccer in this country can be successful only if people want to wake up and smell the coffee and they want to work together just because major league soccer is single entity i don't like major league soccer i don't like usl but we're all stakeholders in u.s soccer maybe they're too far gone to work with people 
but I, I think over time, U.S. soccer needs to facilitate something like that to happen. If they're willing to, right? If they want to. Is there profits? Is there money that they make? Is it too big to stop the corruption? You have commentators, and in any other sport, the commentators are open, they're honest, they say what's on their mind, and they have the best interests of their sport, of their team, of their league at hand. Commentators in U.S. soccer, they don't have that. You have Stu Holden, you have Alexi Lawless, you have Taylor Twelman, who goes on these rants on ESPN. He gets so mad, it's fake, or it looks fake, it looks scripted. And he's talking about Tyler Twelman. He said, a man who can pretend he's angry on ESPN about the national team, yet not a man who can talk about the truth about soccer in this country. That's a money talks picture. And that's what it's all about. It's all about the money. It's all about the money. If it wasn't, then I guess they would talk about, or they would have talked about the NASL. They would be talking about the NASL lawsuit and how great it is. And uh, they hope that the NASL might win it. That's what they would be saying if it wasn't about the money, if they weren't on ESPN talking about Major League Soccer. You have Stu Holden. I think he owns a team in Spain. You had someone who uh, responded to Danny Satella. He said Stu won't care. He can benefit from his profits in Spain due to the club he's invested in since they can be promoted. The rest of us here don't matter. He's happy collecting his checks. He blocked me for asking why his club getting promoted was a big deal. He's a coward. And that's from a person on Twitter named Caleb Parton. He's 100% correct. You have people in U.S. soccer that invest in foreign leagues, in foreign countries, in foreign clubs. And then they have the ability to get promoted. And then in this country, they don't care. They don't talk about it. They don't seem to worry about what's going on in their own country even though they've played the game they understand the ups and downs and their struggles in this country and that's something that we slowly need to change we need to change the conversations that we're having and we need to put more pressure on the management of major league soccer and the management of u.s soccer and i hope eventually when i talk to danny satella we can provide cosmos country and the rest of the country with a conversation, an open dialogue, an open conversation that shares the details, that shares evidence, basically, about the corruption in U.S. soccer. So thanks for tuning into this week's episode of First Team Podcast. I really appreciate it. You can follow First Team Podcast on Twitter and on Facebook at First Team Pod. Check our website, firstteampod.com. I wish the New York Cosmos best of luck this weekend against uh, Detroit City FC. It's probably the biggest match in the NPSL, so a big match at Mitchell Athletic Complex this weekend. So let's go, New York Cosmos. I would like to thank you for listening to this week's episode of First Team Podcast. And as always, let's go, New York Cosmos. Yeah, just want to give a shout out to the five points. The Borough Boys, the Benadol Cosmos, and the Cross Island yeah. crew. Uh, yeah, it's New York Street and White. What we bleed, you see and fight. Indeed, it seems to be achieving. See, we do and did it right. Cosmo Country loving, we above them. I'm just saying. All those lovely somethings come and see it and I'm playing. The fact of it is, rap from tear attacks, hash and bliss. Reacts, tap, and we win. So fast, racking them in. Whether it's stacking the wing, going back to the day through the mid, cutting the seams. It seems we see anything to be. We got a ball and a dream. Got a ball and a dream.
a dream, we do. I'm new, it's true. Fancy crew, down for you, no doubt they do. Surrounding you with bad views, like shouting cues aloud to you without the dudes. Around my crews, I'll track the past, no excuse. Each session a lesson, it's not about perfection. The work's the test, and F's connected like a method. Not breathless after training, something's gotta be corrected. Rushing and acceleration at the start's most suggested. Infected with greatness, potential is spacious. Out the world, just face it. The work becomes contagious. Some may say we made it, but now we've just begun. Sorry if you hate it, because I can tell you that I'm far from done.